If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, as we do regularly on a Tuesday, good to get an update on those issues, those breaking news stories from overnight as things are unfolding in the Middle East and especially as they relate to the nation of Israel. Ron Ross is back with us. In fact, this is our first segment for 2017. So, Ron Ross, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil, and have a wonderful new year. Thank you very much, Ron. Look, there's a lot of water under the bridge since we did our last segment for 2016, and you've had the inauguration of Donald Trump, a massive change to the way that things are likely to unfold uh, in different parts of the world, because the ways that presidents deal with foreign policy can have major ramifications. And and so I guess uh, when we talk about the Middle East and we talk about the nation of Israel, there'll likely be some changes to anticipate with Donald Trump at the helm. Well, it was interesting. I heard this morning, Neil, uh, the Israeli diplomats are finding it hard to keep up with Donald Trump's presidential no- uh, notifications. That uh, they're all planned for one item at a time, but he's come out like a machine gun. Yes. Well, I think probably expect more and more of that. And let's talk about uh, Trump and Netanyahu. If you're talking about Israel, uh, of course, we'll be anticipating a visit from Benjamin Netanyahu later this year in Australia. But he is ready to meet with President Donald Trump on the 15th of February. And they have been friends for many, many years. Uh, Trump has had an interest in Israel and activities in Israel, mainly right throughout his business life. And, of course, his relationship with Benjamin Netanyahu is very well known. Uh, They meet on February the 15th, and uh, uh, the statement that came said, our relationship with the only democracy in the Middle East is crucial to the security of both our nations, And the president looks forward to discussing continued strategic, technological, military and intelligence cooperation with the prime minister. Now, that statement came from uh, Trump's spokesman, Sean Spicer. The meeting is one of the most critical uh, to have taken place since the new president came into the White House. And their issues will include Iran, the Palestinian diplomatic process, and the possible transfer of the United States Embassy to Jerusalem. Uh, It's going to be an interesting... I'd love to be on the wall listening. And just on a a personal thought and reflection note too, Ron, uh, because with Donald Trump as the new US president, there is quite a dramatic turn from the way that the administration will relate to nations like Israel uh, under the Trump administration, because uh, under Obama things were somewhat different. 
Well, they've come out quite openly and 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 described Obama as being anti-Israel and pro-Palestinian, and that's certainly changed. And uh, Trump has made it very clear uh, that he doesn't respect the uh, threats coming from the Palestinian side. Uh, he doesn't respect the fact that they've signed so many peace treaties, you can hardly keep up with it, and always find an excuse to break whatever promises they make. He intends to put their foot to the fire. And if they're going to get any assistance from the United States, they have to prove that their promises are valid. And, of course, Netanyahu's lapping that up. Uh, the difficulty at the moment is there are criminal charges being made against Netanyahu, uh, and I've resisted uh, making any comment on it because most of the negative remarks have come from his political opposition, uh, while the Likud party have uh, quite openly continued to support Netanyahu and absolutely at a conference recently declared he was the king of Israel. Uh, so it's very an interesting time uh, to find this uh, friendship uh, uniting on February the 15th and I expect there will be announcements from that meeting uh, that will be quite mind-blowing. Mm. We will look forward to it with anticipation. Let's come back to some of this breaking news. President Trump has recruited Saudi Arabia and the Arab Emirates to support safe zones for refugees in Syria. This is causing a riot in Iran because both of the people that Trump's talked to represent populations that are Sunni Muslim. And uh, that's going to cause all kinds of angst. But they, uh, the statement is that White House have said that uh, Trump's support for safe zones in Syria is just one of his many policies to help refugees who are displaced from the war. And he met uh, or spoke with the Saudi leader, Salman, and they've agreed to help him in setting up these safe zones. Uh, President Trump is facing protests in America for banning Syrian refugees, and he's also predominantly listed Syria, Iraq, Iran, Yemen, Sudan, Somalia, and Libya uh, to detain their immigration into America. But interestingly enough, uh, they're the nations that were selected by President Obama as being a risk to the United States. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can set up a safe zone in, in uh, Syria, uh, but the Iranians don't like it at all. Well, some of the Trump presence as the president of the US is going to be quite polarising, and those enemies or those who have been opposed to the United States getting together, Iran and North Korea, Ron, they've called for a closer partnership to resist the USA. They've come out and said they're looking for ways to strengthen their relationship to re resist the United States and its allies. And that report was made in the Iranian media a couple of days ago. Iran and North Korea are at a united front against interferences and bullying by America and its allies, and they resist different kinds of pressures and sanctions imposed by the West on both countries. That statement came from the chairman of the Iranian Parliament's National Security and Foreign Policy Commission, Alidin Barujadi. In the meeting, he said he was also uh, the head of the parliamentary friendship group of Iran and North Korea and urged that officials of those two countries, including lawmakers, should meet more often.
to discuss issues of mutual concern and strengthen their ties together. Interesting development. Let's come back to Israel. Some comments about Jews and the Temple Mount by the new UN Secretary-General have sparked some fury among Palestinian leaders. Yeah, after the Secretary-General of the United Nations affirmed the centrality of Jerusalem to the Jews, Palestinian officials fumed. In remarks made to Israel Radio, UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres said that it's completely clear that the temple that the Romans destroyed in Jerusalem in 70 CE was a Jewish temple. Guterres also said there is no doubt of the sanctity of Jerusalem in Judaism, Christianity and Islam. Ahmed Majdadami, a member of the Palestinian Liberty, uh, Liberation Organization's Executive Committee, said that Guterres' statement under the trustworthiness of the UN as a body that should support occupied peoples, it appears that the Secretary-General of the United Nations lacks culture and knowledge in his own specialty. Well, just to the northeast in Syria, the Syrian army have entered a key water pumping station near Damascus. What's the story there? And I think this is an important story for us, us to be praying about. Uh, Syria State Television reported that Syria's army entered the water pumping station outside Damascus for the first time in four years after reaching a deal with rebels. Around 5.5 million people in Damascus and its suburbs have been without water since fighting intensified in the area in late December. Earlier this month, a similar deal to allow workers in to repair the pumps failed after a mediator was killed. Rebels have withdrawn from the water plant but remain in the wider area. And from all reports, that uh, water pumping station has virtually been destroyed. Mm. And Israel has typically been separate from what's happening with that Syrian conflict. But there is a story that's come through overnight. Israel's taken in 100 Syrian orphans. How does that story unfold? Yeah, Israel's Channel 10 reported this. Israel has decided to grant refugee status to 100 children orphaned during the Civil War and has granted them temporary residency and uh, that's quite a big story in Israel. The policy which follows a decision made by Interior Minister Arya Deri will allow the children to become residents of Israel after four years uh, with the possibility of remaining in Israel for the rest of their lives. Immediate relatives of the orphans will also be in consideration for refugee status in Israel. The orphans will reportedly be placed with Arab-Israeli families, and the government is now set to liaise with the relevant international organisations to bring the children into Israel. Well, Ron Ross, you keep coming up with the goods each week, and I'm looking forward to a big year in 2017. It is a huge year. There's so many significant anniversaries. And as we mentioned, that Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli Prime Minister, is planning a trip to Australia. There's going to be some significant things to talk about by way of the Australian relationship with Israel. But we'll continue to monitor those things that are happening with the people of God, those people in Israel. And uh, looking forward to another update with you next week. Ron Ross, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Uh, Thank you very much, Neil. Very interesting that 
uh, Netanyahu will be the first Israeli sitting prime minister to ever visit our country. Quite a, a major visit. Uh, Ron, any ideas on the date uh, when he might be here or the month? It's shortly after his meeting with Trump uh, uh, later this month. Okay, right. We'll look forward to that. Thanks so much, Ron. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.